All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumbler full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. All right, let's jump into this. <clears throat> Get this house cleaning out of the way first. Or maybe I should let Papa outside first. Hashtag, he's an asshole. Hold on. Shit. Come on, Papa. I really need a doggy door. But the moment I get a doggy door, I'm going to wake up with a fucking wolf in my living room or something. But housekeeping. Housekeeping. Gang, am I the only one that when you hear someone use the phrase traditional values, am I the only one who translates that and hears, I'm just an old fucking bigot that doesn't want to change because the thought of minority groups being treated as equal as me makes me feel icky in my swimsuit area. I mean, fuck me. It's be it socially, genetically, physically, everything changes, everything evolves. And if you don't, you die. Right. And it's just every time I hear someone scream about their traditional values, I literally all I hear is I am a bigot who was unwilling to change because the thought of others standing on the same plane as me threatens me for some stupid reason. When I'm sitting here, I think about uh, some of the shit I've seen on social media in the just the last fuck 24 hours, 48 hours. There was that idiot who was talking about how he he and his family can't go back to Disney because Disney is now woke. First and foremost, I'll never go to fucking Disney. Absolutely no way in hell. What Number one, it's fucking expensive and I'm too cheap for that shit. Just for you to walk through the fucking door, it's like a thousand bucks. God forbid you get a little bit hungry. You know, for a simple burger, beer, and fry combo, it's like three easy payments of fucking $75.95. No, fuck that. And the other reason why I'm never going to go to Disney, there are humans there. I don't like being around humans. Right now, I am in this house with me and my boys, and there's already too many fucking people here. So you couldn't pay me to go to fucking Disney. But this asshole, he's mad because one... I don't know if y'all caught the news, but Disney, they're kind of changing with the times. God forbid. And so now, one, uh, if you want to go sleeveless or a short sleeve shirt, uh, their former policy was if you have visible tattoos, they can't be shown. Now they say, fuck it, show them. If you want to wear a shirt that is pro-LGBTQ+, you're allowed to do that now. They've, they are changing or have changed some names on the rides. I know one of them was the Pirates of the Caribbean, and there was, I don't know if it was Uncle Sam, Billy Sam, whatever the fuck. But they measured this, and they're like, oh, okay, 
Now, I can see how other people can get slightly offended by this. We're going to make the change. You know, gay people have had to live in the fucking shadows for entirely too long. Let's show them that we fucking love them. And this asshole has decided that that's just way too much. Nope, 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 nope. Why well, want things the way they were back when my dad used to own niggers and women couldn't hold credit cards and fuck me. I'm so, this fucker could not step outside of his whiteness for five seconds to one, realize this actually benefits everybody. Right, I've, I've said since I was a kid, there are a handful of universal languages. Math, music, and smiling. I don't give two shits if you don't speak the same language. If I look at you and I give you a genuine smile, I promise you 11 times out of 10, you're going to smile back. The world is better when the most amount of people are fucking happy, right? And and now Disney is saying, you know what? You don't have to hide it anymore. Joanne, Jennifer, if you want to hold hands while you wait for a ride on fucking Magic Mountain, knock yourself out. Franklin, Billy, right? If, if you want to propose smack dab in the middle of the fucking park and everyone cheer, knock yourself out. The world is better when everyone is fucking happy. And this fucker could not step outside of his ego for a second to realize that it's going to benefit him. Right. And again, it's just, it's kind of like the whole Washington Redskin bullshit ass debate. I never understood why this was a debate. Never. It is a dictionary defined racial slur. And I can't tell you the number of people that I have heard who are blonde hair, blue eyes. They are the definition of whiteness. And I've heard people say to my face, well, it doesn't bother me. What's going to be the problem? You stupid bastard. Your name is Chad. You're from fucking Minnesota. When I look up white dude in the fucking dictionary, I see you and your entire fucking family. You don't get to tell those Native Americans they can't be upset by the name Redskins, right? And this dude doesn't want the names of these rides to change because it's going to bother him. Well, guess what? Fuck you. You don't get to tell other people they can't be offended. And one, let me tell you about the word offended. We, we Again, we've had this miraculous, we've got this talent here in America. We, we take certain words out of the vocabulary, we mutate it without other people's knowledge, then we throw it back in. And when they trip over this quote-unquote brand new uh, definition, ha see? And one of them is offended. There's nothing wrong with claiming offense. All offended means is that you hurt my feelings. That's not a sign of weakness. If anything, it shows that the other person is weak because they picked on something that usually they know in advance is a soft spot for you. I've always said the definition of tough, as my voice just cracked, the definition of tough is being able to fucking toss everyone in that room up, but keeping your hands in your pockets anyway. 
There's no need to flex unless it's just absolutely necessary. Right? And so I was like, oh, well, 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 you're, you're offended? Like, yeah, yeah. The word redskin is literally a racial slur. I'm very offended by that. And before one of you fucks wants to pull up white cameras, and I can Trying to remember, it starts with an A. But there's a study that people love to pull up. And it shows that if some overwhelming majority of Native Americans aren't offended by the word redskin. Let me tell you something about that quote-unquote study. It's not. First and foremost, I learned by researching this, uh, an actual poll is actually scientific. There are parameters that have to be followed. There are rules that have to be followed. If you just go and ask random people, your poll is about as valid and scientific as those fucking Johnny Carson, Jay Leno, you know, interviewing man on the street type of shit when they catch someone with their pants down and say something along the lines of, oh, who's the vice president? Well, I mean, fuck, you just left a bar. You're not thinking about the vice president. And like, oh, name the McDonald's jingle. Uh, two old beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese. And then they post that as, ha ha, Americans are stupid. Okay, this Native American poll is as scientific as those man on the street gotcha polls. They literally went up to just about anyone who had one half drop, one eighth of an inch of a, you lived next door to someone's great, great grandmother who was best friends with someone who went to the prom with the cat who was a quarter Cherokee. And they asked that person whose name is literally like Richard Abercrombie, the fucking third. Hey, what do you think about the name Redskins? I don't give a fuck. Okay, let's mark that one down. That's not how a poll works. And so again, you, you, you're asking the wrong people. And again, if you can't step outside of your own ego to stop and think for five minutes that maybe someone else is going to be offended, again, you aren't part of the problem. You are the problem. And this asshole saying, well, I'm not going to take my family, then don't. I double dog dare you. I invite you to never go back to a Disney property ever the fuck again. But you know what he's going to do? He's going to do the exact same shit as what they did four and five years ago. I'm not watching any motherfucking football respective troops, motherfucker. Robert, did you see that play on third and 17? Holy shit. He's just posturing. I guarantee he's just talking shit just like the rest of them. So again, when you sit here and you continue to say things like, you know, traditional values. Again, all I hear is that I'm an old bigot and I don't want to change. Before my voice even starts to get gravelly, I say we take a preventative hit of this motherfucking Hendrix. Hold on, you know what time it is. Ah, mm, delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. <clears throat> then you've got Newt Gingrich monkey ass. Did y'all see him on Judge Janine Pirro? I mean, first and foremost, that right there should tell you that I'm getting ready to set up a scenario of the biggest television fucking dumpster fire ever. Y'all think I'm mad? Have y'all ever seen fucking Judge Janine Pirro? This girl's already gone. She's taking it to a fucking 11 and she's only introducing the show. Hi, I'm Judge Janine Pirro. Love it or leave it, get out of America. 
They're like, yo, judge, these people just want 15 bucks an hour. Get out of America! No, 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 no. I didn't say 150 an hour, 15 an hour. They want to, you know, eat and keep lights on and not have to take out payday loans. Leave America! Okay, okay, you're just unreasonable, right? And so you got Newt Gingrich's monkey ass up there talking about traditional values and how they're being threatened. And I'm like, okay, first and foremost, Newt, did you know that people can hear you when you said that? I mean, you want to talk about wink, wink, nod, nod. You want to talk about forefinger on the side of your fucking nose. Dude. Newt. <laughs> Newt. Just, I'm just going to say this. I'm not going to dog anyone for their past. We all have one. But before you stand up on your fucking soapbox and talk about traditional values, Brother, you better make sure that your house is sparkling clean and Newt Gingrich, yours is not. But he's mad about, you know, Biden. And they all, again, it's just, it's it, it was Fox. Like I said yesterday on yesterday's podcast, they don't report. They incite. Again, when you're, the average age of your listener is as old as fucking Abraham Lincoln and as, as lily white as possible, their only job is to piss those people off. Because their traditional way of life is being threatened by the people from shithole countries. Shut the fuck up. But he's mad that kind of in Biden's new America, he's going to fundamentally change America. And uh, what that fucker say? Uh, oh, because uh, the gay pride flag may, is going to be flown outside of an embassy or has been. Okay. And it's funny. Again, this is the side excuse me, of the aisle that's always calling everyone else a fucking snowflake. I'm like, really, Newt? A flag? That's what's bothering you? Snowflake much? I mean, fuck me. I mean, thank God. Thank God, Newt. Thank God. You, you, I mean, I know the struggles of a flag flying that you don't have to look at. I, I can understand how troubling it is, but thank God, Newt, you were not saddled with the burden of not being able to legally marry someone that you love. I mean, thank God it's a flag that you have to worry about. Thank, I mean, thank God you didn't have to shoulder the burden of having to struggle to make it because you weren't able to get your spouses, because you couldn't get married, financial benefits after they pass. I mean, you, I mean, I know, man, you got to you gotta look at a piece of cloth on a flagpole. You poor fucking bastard. Oh, thank God you're not a snowflake, Newt. I mean, thank God you didn't have to worry about things like not being able to fucking legally adopt. Thank God that heterosexuality was just taken off the DSM during the, those of us in Generation X in our lifetime. I mean, thank God, Newt. I mean, you're trouble. You got to look at a flag. Oh, you're so tough. You're such an American hero. But your traditional, uh, as long as your traditional values, Newt, are being valued. That's, that is all that fucking matters. Right? And then one more for the road. I saw Rick Santorum's monkey ass. I mean, again, it, it's, it, it, it's scary, gang, because Newt, does not drive a garbage Newt. They're all pieces of shit. Rick Santorum 
does not drive a garbage truck. Again, the majority of people can't name their garbage people. Those men and women provide a, a more valuable service, and I'm not joking, than Rick Santorum does by serving the American public or it had served the American public. This asshole, I saw a speech. Uh, I wanted shit, I should have remarried again. I love this guy on Twitter. He, uh, we have a good interaction. Yeah. And he forwarded me or tagged me in to Rick Santorum uh, talking about traditional values, traditional American values. And he went on and the whole time just like, oh, fuck, oh don't say, oh, he said, it. oh, fuck me. But he said America was a nation birthed from nothing. Then he casually mentioned the Native Americans are already fucking here. But, oh, no, it's it's the Judeo-Christian. If I hear that term one more time, I'm going to stab someone in the fucking eardrum with an unsharpened pencil. Stop using that fucking term. They're like, oh, it's the, it's the Ten Commandments. Like, dude, again, here's another Christian who's probably never read or couldn't tell you the Ten Commandments. They're so important that the first ones basically scream, Hi, I'm God, and I'm cripplingly insecure. Please don't like anyone but me. Do you think I'm pretty? Do you think I'm pretty? Those are literally the first four fucking commandments. That's how important the Ten Commandments. Shut the fuck up, Rick Santorum. And then he, he literally said this, gang, was talking about, this is the longest set of house cleaning notes ever. We might have to two-part this one because I look at the clock. But then he was talking about, Oh, look at all these other countries and civilizations that have changed. And he was literally named people, uh, groups that are doing better than us. Oh, no, but not America. Oh, we never change. And change is bad. It's like, oh, fuck. Dude, do you not realize your microphone is hot? Change is good. Again, you take in new information and you change. That is literally the sign of a rational mind. And gang, this time, Larry, just 15 years ago, I was a Bible beater. I took in new information and I changed, right? And so to sit there and brag that America hasn't changed. And, and again, just, just think about the arrogance. And again, here's one more fucker who cannot step out of his whiteness for five fucking seconds. To literally say that America was birthed from nothing, then casually mentioning, oh, by the way, we stepped on the throats and slaughtered the Native Americans. No, but we built it out of nothing. On Judeo-Christian values and our weak sauce tin command. Shut the fuck up, Rick Santorum. But again, it, 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 to tie up the first portion, 20 minutes of housekeeping, this bullshit about traditional values, if you can hear my voice and you are saying it, please stop. If you know someone who's still talking about traditional values, please ask them to stop. They are only bragging that they are afraid of change. And here's the thing. Change will never not happen. You are going to get on the change train and you're going to move forward with the rest of us, or we're going to leave your ass to rot and die on the fucking vine because it's moving. It's going to move. You, you can still sit there 
and forgive the term, you can still bang your chest and call gay people faggots all you want. But they can get married now, can't they? They're going to start running for political office openly, and they have. Again, you, you are going to be that own, old ass dinosaur whose fossils we find five million years after, while the rest of society flourishes. So it's just a matter of do you want to change or do you want to rot on the vine and fucking die? Now, for Robert Reed setting the long the record for the longest amount of time spent on housekeeping notes, hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. Moving on. All right, so let's kind of jump into the meat of today. <clears throat> I'm still coughing. And Bubba's fat ass just rolled across the room. Hey, Bubba. So I saw the whole Brett Favre thing, right? And it just, not even as a former, excuse that. Now Bubba's coming in here. Hey, Bubba. Not even as a former football player. <clears throat> not even necessarily as a black dude. Just as a human. The fact that we still have to have this stupid-ass conversation about politics and sports. I mean, this is, I want to say it's a holdover from Trump bullshit. But, I mean, fuck me. And so I didn't have, again, those Twitter videos are only, I have a two-minute and 19-second limit, or it won't load up. So let's rewind the clock to about a year and a half ago when my Lord and Savior, Drew Brees, was interviewed and Drew asked him about, you know, hey, you know, this stuff is still going on and the talks are still happening that before games, players are going to kneel for the flag, uh, for the anthem. What, what, do you, what do you think about that, Drew? And Drew went on this fucking diatribe about, you know, every time he sees that flag, he stands up with pride and he puts his hand over his heart because one of his granddaddies, was in the Marine Corps, and the other one was in the Army. One fought in, like, I don't know, Vietnam. The other one fought in the Korean conflict. And they're just, I'll never be okay with anyone disrespecting the flag. Drew Brees, shut the fuck up. First and foremost, Drew, hey, I, I, I had no idea. I had no idea that your two fucking white grandfathers fought in those wars all by themselves. I, I had no idea. that I missed that part in history class. And the war veterans in my family, yeah, they, they didn't seem to mention that the Bruise Boys, Breeze Boys, were the only ones carrying a fucking gun. Hold on, there's something that's flying around in my house. Get the fuck out. Okay, well, it actually got the fuck out. <laughs> All right, let's get back into it. So, I mean, every time I hear them replay that portion of the interview, it literally just pisses me the fuck off. Like I said, hey, Drew. My Lord and Savior, please forgive me. Other people were there too. Men and women of all socio, well, not all, but majority socioeconomically, somewhere in the same range. I mean, fuck me, Drew. But then he finished it off with that tired ass saying, I will never be okay with someone disrespecting the flag. Now, this is a little bit of a repeater from this morning. I just get more time to go into detail. Getting the Colin Kaepernick taking a knee thing 
which, by the way, let me offer you all the reminder, Drew, uh, Colin Kaepernick started out by sitting. He didn't call any attention to himself. And a reporter before a 49ers home game noticed that Colin was sitting down during the national anthem. So he approached him. Colin did not say, look at me. So the story got out. <clears throat> and Nate Boyer, who is a fellow Texas Longhorn, hook him. Hashtag, he's a letterman, just like I am. We both are teaming. But the one thing that I don't have that Nate Boyer has, he's a Green Beret, if I'm not mistaken. He's either Green Beret or Ranger. I think he's a Green Beret. He served. He's a veteran. And when he first saw that, he was pissed the fuck off. And he admitted it. it that made me mad. I fought for this country, goddammit. But you'll never guess what Nate Boyer did. He did the one thing that all these fucking assholes have failed to do. And that is to take five seconds to step outside yourself. And instead of, you know, oh, I love it or leave it, motherfucker. He picked up the phone and called Colin Kaepernick. Hey, yo, I want to know why you're doing this. And then that's when Colin said, yo, black people are being killed. And not just being killed, we've been getting killed by cops. Again, they get the two-week paid vacation. Then they come back, get a promotion. They get to kill more black people. You know, it's the whole land of the free. I'm just not feeling that vibe. And Nate Boyer internalized every fucking word he heard. And he told him, look, I do not agree. But I fought for your right to protest. Yes, assholes. That's part of the actual first fucking amendment. And he told him, I, I, I'll never kneel. I will never kneel. But he says, I fought for your right to protest. Now, this was Nate Boyer talking, who said, if you want to get your message across and still show respect, get your monkey ass off that bench and take a knee. Because in the service, we take a knee for our fallen comrades. Funny how when Fox and all those other fucking assholes go on their fucking tantrums and piss all over themselves, they never mention that a white troop told a black football player to take a knee. Notice how they always keep that part of the story out. But back to my Lord and Savior, Drew Brees. That's five years old, gang. <clears throat> and Drew Brees was part of the original group of don't disrespect the flag. It was explained. It was explained once. It was explained a million fucking times. We don't hate the flag. They don't. Right? They hated the flag about as much as Rosa Parks hated city transportation. They hate the flag as much as Martin Luther King hated lunch counters. Martin Luther King, who everyone loves to bastardize his quotes now. Oh my God, when all that shit was going down and everyone was quoting Martin Luther King, I was like, shut the fuck up. Shut up. Well, Martin Luther King would have done, shut the fuck up. Yes, he would have. He would have done more than that. He was a rebel rouser. Just like for you Christians, your Jesus was a fucking rebel rouser. Again, it's easy to jerk off MLK now. It's easy to jerk Jesus off now. 
But I guarantee goddamn to you, if you walked the streets when they were alive, you'd hate them both. Now, where the fuck was I? I got to get focused and goddamn it, you know what gets me focused? Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth and focus. Let's get this one before 29 minutes. The protest is over five years old. That means Drew Brees. You know what? How about this? Because I want to make sure I get every word of this in. We are 30 seconds away from pushing up on that oh-so-magical 29-minute mark. I've done this more than once. You know the routine. Say it with me. The weasel is going to be drained. I'm going to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'm going to come back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go.